Hey guys, welcome to episode 195 of the JV Club with my guest, the wonderful Melissa Stevens. I wanted to catch up on those shout outs, guys, that I wasn't able to do last week because of um, the fact that I wasn't in front of my computer when I recorded that uh, very hodgepodge, helter-skelter none of those are the right terms uh intro but uh so so here we go with that i wanted to thank um ben for uh writing in and and, uh, advising me to watch hinterland which is a netflix show um this was because i was talking about liking those dark british mysteries and uh i reassured ben that i was very aware of hinterland and was deep into season two um what can i say i I don't even really care of a plot so much if i can just enjoy moody fog covered moors um so uh love 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 thank you for sending that uh Damon and Holly, thanks for your great emails. Marie in Trinidad, very excited to meet you when I do the Comic-Con in Trinidad and Tobago in the summertime. Very excited about that. Uh, I'm also looking forward uh, towards the end of this month to being at HavenCon again in Austin and being at the Indiana Con at the very end of April. Haley, thank you so much for your suggestion. Ryan, thanks for your email. Chiaki and Taylor, thanks for getting in touch. Always great to hear from you. And Jesse, thank you for sending your recommends and uh, for guests and and uh, that's it. Again, if you have great ideas for uh, my 200th episode, please know I'm so busy. I've become panicky about what to do. That's a little outside the box or different. I would love to get like the most famous guest in the world. It's just not something I have a ton of time to commit to in terms of getting in touch with people's publicists and stuff. So, um, but I welcome your ideas and uh, I appreciate your listenership. Um, I sort of like I was fundraising. Uh, enjoy the episode and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Because I'm so uh, mindful of them, because I re- I was never I'm, a dog person when I was younger. I hated and dogs. I, I, did you hate dogs too? I'm scared of them. Hated them. I was I I was partially scared and partially also just like and I, I thought, don't I was a messy sloppy child, so I don't want to pretend like mm. I was I had an issue with general messiness. Yeah, but I couldn't. I was not a person up through my teenage years who wanted dog slobber, who felt like I was like yeah, it's too big of a risk. It too smells. many of my friends' dogs smell terrible. That yeah. whole thing, I had cat. I always had like a cat or no pets. Yep, right. Very similar. And then I had I, one cat, Cleo. She was my best friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you? Do you how old did you? I mean, I got I her when how I was like in third have? grade, yeah. and then had her until like right before I went to college. So you know, and then, I had one for sixteen years. Yeah, and, and I was like, I've never I'm been a cat able person. To get one. Yeah, me too. I haven't been able to get another one either. I, I did, just, and I didn't oof. love it. Yeah, like it was weird. <sighs> and then I'm afraid, like, will that happen? If I get another dog, will I not yeah. love the dog? Like, why did I have such an attachment yeah. to the cat? I know, I know. I feel the same. I feel the same. And in fact, I, I can't, I don't even remember if I, I can't honestly remember if I talked about this or if it was so painful that I didn't talk about it at all, which is crazy because I, I've definitely talked about my cat dying because mm. it happened like three years ago and I just, oh. it was all I was thinking about. But then I can't remember if I told the story that I adopted two kittens and then one of them died immediately and I had to adopt out the other one because 
was like I rushed in too soon because everyone was like, just get him now, oh. just get a kitten, just get a kitten. It'll, no. it'll. So you just gotta That's move on. That's what people do with puppies. Just get a puppy yeah. right away. You'll. It's the biggest distraction. I'm like, yeah, but maybe you need to like I have a minute. I should never have done it. And I thought I had waited because it was like March and it hit, and my cat had died in the very beginning of January or the end of December. Yeah, you're and only ready when you're ready. It was. I wasn't. I totally wasn't ready. I was like, I went to a kill shelter, so I was like, this Aww. is gonna be great. It's gonna make yeah. me feel so good. It died. And and it, died it, I, it and there were two little kittens. They were brothers, and I adopted them. And the one of them was just whatever was going on with his little kitten insides. Mm. I mean, I spent like two thousand dollars. Why were you spending money like, on it? Oh, you weren't like he started getting sick. Oh, you were adopted. I adopted them. You straight adopted, adopted them. It. Straight adopted them, and oh, almost shit. immediately he stopped eating. And I freaked out because yeah. I had just put my cat down a few months yeah, before. Yeah, you were like, I can't do this I was again. like, no, 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 I'm not losing another cat. Yeah, and I just, you just clutch harder. Money. I mean, yeah, you I clutch harder. It won't money. happen again. I yeah. immediately stuffed an IV into his yeah. little paw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was not going to let that happen. No, and so obviously. I poured money into it and they were like, you know, he's just some kid. He was like probably the runt of the litter, and he sometimes had and it you takes- gave him like two great weeks of his life that he probably yeah. wouldn't have had otherwise. Oh, oh God, I can't. AKA, you spent two thousand dollars for two weeks. And then of your life. the he best died. Um, work yeah. vacation. I mean, it was had. really, and then, and then I was devastated, and I had to adopt out the other kitten because yeah. I was like, I will never be able to look at this kitten without thinking about his brother. It was yeah. awful, I awful, 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 awful. There's awful. nothing. We got two kittens in New York when I was like twenty with my roommate, and the thing is i don't think you should ever share animals with like a friend yeah like i think that was the first problem because yeah. like, it's not mine like whose is it mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like whose is it who's yeah. really investing the time yeah 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 and they were fucking i mean we got them and they had ringworm but then we got ringworm they were sick they had <gasps> really fleas. it was like terrible oh, no. we moved them from new york to la and then one got hit by a car on my birthday. Oh, Jesus. One got eaten by a coyote. And the oh. other one's living on a farm in Colorado. <laughs> and it was something more like I was just not. I mean, I also think it's maybe early 20s. Like I was, I just, and the loss of my cat was so, I remember when my cat died and I thought, I remember being like, I could never go through anything like this again. Yeah. I was like, I can't do it. I yeah. won't do it. I so still I, feel that way. Yet I got another dog. Like I don't know. It's it's two. It's like two different parts of your brain. I think. Yeah, you know. One it's part coming. is like I'll never do this again, and the other part is like this is I amazing. have to do this again. Yeah. I need to do this again. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was always I hated dogs, scared of dogs. I had been attacked by dogs. Oh no! And when were you attacked by dogs? I was attacked uh, when I was a kid, and I was attacked out here in LA Ugh. when going over to a friend's boy, house. Oh boy by like a like a, me, a small medium kind of like schnauzer or something uh-huh. just fucking a t- bit my leg good crime. bit my hand i just entered the house yeah i wasn't the first person to bit it was yeah. like you know um and so that kind of sealed the deal for me i was yeah. like dogs are the devil right right and no but i would secretly go on craigslist and look at puppy pictures and i would <laughs> I love this and this i would just deviant be like, behavior and i would just like, be like what is it? Like yeah. how there's got to be something great about them, but right. I don't know. <laughs> like I always was afraid they would just turn. Yeah. Like something would snap a yeah. dog. Well, I can understand why you would think and, that given those experiences. And then once I like got into a serious relationship and we got married, I was like, okay, maybe maybe I could do this with a partner. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe yeah. maybe someone who's cuz he's not afraid of dogs. I was like because I I can't just be like a fearful person and a dog. Right. 
And then I did all this research and now I have like a, the biggest, scariest dog and it's the best. What kind of dog do you have? Like a great Dane Mastiff. Oh, so big. I'll show you a picture. They won't be able to see it. This but. is good because you're a, a beautiful, tall lady. So having a large dog isn't like you're Ugh. dwarfed by people, your own dog, which some people are. Oh, yeah. No. Which is also fine. But I do think it's funny. Yeah, it is funny when they are. Where's that I mean, guy? like I have a good friend who's who has a great Dane who's he weighs like half what his dog weighs he's just oh, a small man. Cute, little cutie. i love actual bit where why, i have all these videos it's like we don't need videos side guys. note uh i was playing the game um have you ever seen have you ever played uh heads up it's oh yeah like, heads know, up seven dumb, up yeah well not heads up seven up like you would play in school but heads up like there's an app game that's just kind of like um it's just like a speed game of like oh, no, you describe a thing and then you try to get it it's it's one of those things that was like hot shit for a minute and if you missed it no big deal but every once in a while i'll it. pull it back out and you can guess animals and uh one of the categories is animals and someone was playing it with me and said um oh my god he's so cute guys <laughs> what's his like, name mason Mason, look at those paws. White glove delivery. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> yeah, he's a cutie. Patooties. Oh, um, so to end this dumb story, Great. I uh, they said um, the clue that they gave me was like, this is the kind of dog that a Scooby Doo is, and you know, it's a speedy, it's a speed round. Apparently, mm-hmm. he's a Great Dane, but it's a speed he round. Is? I know, I know, but I think maybe I don't know. But this is what I said <laughs> because it's a speed round, so you're anxious, so you're trying to get answers out. Yeah. And I was a hundred percent confident in my answer. I go, eh, Marmaduke. <laughs> so Amazing. in my mind, mine was a brand, a brand, a breed my, of dog. Mine was hound. Yeah. Because he had the big ears. I guess that's Dane. no. He's he has Scoob has the little, little pointy. Oh, yeah, little, little pointy ones. brown ears. Oh, oh, I can't say that he looks like a great Dane particularly. I can't say that he particularly looks like Marmaduke, who's yeah. just another cartoon character. <laughs> another cartoon I can character. only relate one cartoon to another yeah. cartoon. I mean, oh, wow. That's a hard question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I could, I don't know how I would describe a Great Dane in a game like that unless just to say like, it's the biggest dog. It's the biggest dog. Yeah. I mean, now I know because I've done like lots of research because he does a lot of the traits of like what they do. So now yeah. I would get it more, but that's only because I've done research on it. I wouldn't know any other way. There was a Disney movie that I loved called The Ugly Dachshund that was hmm. circa, I'm sure it was like the 60s or 70s. Um, not Dachshund. to say that it was like brand new when I was a child, <laughs> but uh, but it was, it was. Um, I'm sure some of you have seen it, but it was um, a Great Dane who is brought into this home What's his name? It's like the same guy from the Love Bug, Dean something. Can't mm. remember his name, but it's. I gotta look this up because I'm. You know, I think idea. it was the Shaggy DA. It's one of the. You know how they had like the yeah. same rotating cast, like Annette yeah. Fudicello. <laughs> this guy was yeah. that. He was the Annette Fudicello kind of, and he, his wife, um, who was uh, Suzanne Plachette, who's like a total badass. Love it. She has. She keeps like show dogs and their dachshunds, and they're just like like two like a mom and her two puppies, and they're just brats. Mm. And he doesn't like those, but he wants his own dog, so he uh, gets a Great Dane puppy that grows up with a dachshund so he thinks he's a dachshund so hijinks because he's big and clumsy and the dachshunds are kind of assholes again yeah. and so they will they will do terrible things and then coax him into it but these oh. are live action animals wow it's quite charming well i have to see i recommend it to you yeah i will watch it i will watch anything dog related since we're on the dog, do you know, have you watched all of those rescue videos? Ugh, no. All of the dog ones in LA? Tell I'm me I'm so deep in. I'm deep in. Before I got Mason, 
called Hope for Paws, and they show all these stray dogs. Well, the reason why I'm saying I it just is because... Gets, I just get so like... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I saw that. Almost yeah. all of them. Yeah. Um, and the main guy who like does it, his name is Eldad. He's like famous in the rescue world. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's just even weirder. Celebrities in the, I totally get it. Well, like, Natalie Garcia, shout out to Natalie Garcia's episode. She founded her own uh, dog oh, organization really? called Mayday Rescue. Ooh. Mayday Rescue that has a bunch of... And she does, she's actually doing a huge... I'm not stealing your thunder or his Do thunder. I mean, she sounds like a real celebrity. I, I want to hear it. She just... They, they did um, a whole book of rescue dogs with like oh, celebrities great. just brought them into like... and then. It's gotta, it, go to I think it hasn't come out doing yet, a rescue is like one of the hardest in terms of like funding thing. Yeah. How do you keep it going? Oh, and like, yeah. like it's just not, it's just not an it easy venture. Exhausting. Like I'm Absolutely. just like, Ooh, yeah. I, Cause I thought about it. Cause there are people in the rescue world who are a little cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. Oh, absolutely. I, like, I don't know why there's not a show fast. about just rescue people. Cause they're fucking crazy. Ma- well, Mason was stolen back. For, oh, Oh wait from the rescue from our apartment okay i can relate to this so much because i was trying to adopt a husky not whitley but i uh, these guys know, i was trying to adopt a husky and this woman wouldn't allow I anyone can't. to adopt any of the dogs and she lived out in like was it the twin hu- palms or Here's something is it the husky rescue that's like far away from yeah here? it's like and it, it's I, the, it's a thousand degrees out there it's, she keeps them outside it's and terrible she won't adopt anyone she won't let anyone adopt them she i asked to a foster reason. i asked to foster for them I'm sure um, she was like, I'm not letting said, it out of my And she sight. said no. And I yeah. was like, she was like, they all are fine here. I was like, okay. I didn't, well, first of all, they're I didn't say quarters. anything about people it. People become dog quarters. They become they're dog quarters. Either rescuers are the best people in the world or and they're awesome the and sound-minded or they're cuckoo. Yeah. And I like, because I was obsessed with getting a husky. I was like, wanted a husky since I saw, did you ever see Iron Will? No, but again, I, I recommended the Ugly Dachshund, so you're fine. It's a Disney movie with Kevin Spacey. This is so funny. It's amazing. Why, this I was is amazing. Obs- this, I can't oh. believe we're ch- trading kids <laughs> Disney dog movies oh, right now. It makes me so. I happy. keep wanting to watch it and show everyone on down. it, but it's not. Um, it's not rentable right now because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know Disney. I mean, they will. Oh, they yeah. will lock that shit yeah, down. They it is released down. when it is released. It. You will find maybe a VHS cassette for you can't ninety-nine even watch it on dollars. YouTube. That someone has on eBay. Iron Will, Kevin yeah. Spacey, and it's a it's about a true story about a kid. Well, I think who knows uh, dog sledding, doing the the major dog sled race. Yeah, and I saw that movie and I thought, oh, I gotta have Oscar. I gotta have a husky. I'll tell you. I'm gonna have a husky. I'm gonna have a husky. I'm gonna have a husky. So I did all this research. And my, my husband was like, he was like, honey, we just we just save a dog. It doesn't matter which right, one. Right. And I was like, stop. <laughs> I can't Don't. believe you didn't get one. I was all. like, and then, well, because, well, they're a hot First commodity. Of all, very hard to get from that woman. Well, they take them out of That's shelters. Like, she. So I was said, I remember I told you I adopted out of Paradise Ranch because mm-hmm. they rescued her from uh, from the Pasadena Pound mm. and they knew I was looking for a husky and they they took her and were like, if Janet doesn't want her, I'm sure someone will adopt someone her will, because yeah. she's a hot commodity. But, um, but yeah, you're right. It, they actually are. They're a like, hot commodity. Also, they're, they're, they, they're not, they're not a tricky dog, but they're work. You gotta oh, like, work smart as a whip. You gotta, it's terrifying. You yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. like get you in You know there. what you're getting into. I definitely was like, <laughs> I know what I'm getting into. Yeah, you know and I have to still into. say that. I have to still say there are times when she'll do something and I'll be like, I, uh, my, my siren song. It's like, I wanted a husky. Everyone, I wanted a husky. I asked for this. Yeah. I asked for this. Exactly. And like the, uh, it's one of those things where, sorry, I have like an eye booger. Mm-hmm. Um, get they, it, get in there. It's weird. Cause like, 
rescue people, they'll start like brand rescues, like the golden retriever rescue, right. the husky rescue, the great Dane rescue, the hound, the beagle, right. the poodle, right. the, the doodle Marmaduke. rescue, Not the chow rescue. Yeah. There's never really, well, there are mutt rescues, like yeah. ghetto rescue, yeah, she, Watts my, rescue. She like, does, um, uh, Natalie does rescues particularly with like, this dog is missing an eye. This yeah. dog has three legs. <laughs> yeah. And like, help takes the cutest pictures of them so that you're like, I have to help right? this dog. Yeah. It's very smart. But like when they, oh my but, God, that's so crazy. What? Her fiance, Maria, just texted me. I have not talked to her in about a month. This is amazing. She just texted me. That's crazy. Yeah, well, that they know. Right there is crazy. Ears are burning. Shout out Maria. Or fire Natalie. burning. That's so nuts. Um, yeah. Okay. So the so I really wanted to get a husky. So I I went to the West LA shelter. I contacted a bunch of shelters. I contacted a bunch of rescues because I went on and like looked for huskies and like or a shepherd. I was like, I want that. Yeah. And then um. I called her because I I wanted to foster first because I was like because I knew they were totally smart and I was like let me like let me get in there yes and then there was the one which by the way is a great I mean it just shows responsibility it shows that you're not going to rush into it willy nilly yeah I don't want to like give it back I don't want to be an asshole yeah and um (sighs) so we went and there was this one like what beautiful dog but like it had just been turned in and it needed to be tested and they didn't know and then I contacted that woman and she was like no 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 and I was like well okay calm down yeah and then um. So then so for funny. some reason I found, oh, I found a Husky, but, um, a rescue had picked it up called chow, the like, ch- uh, ch- adopt a chow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's an adopt a chow. <laughs> there's a chow rescue. I was like, yeah. I don't even know. So I went to her to find the Husky and she was like, I only have the chow now. Can you adopt the chow out? <laughs> like i was like because pet finders like yeah like are those are all those pets alive like what's happening are you guys right. updating that regularly like right i don't know about it yeah because I, I got sucked in and really wanted to find that dog but yeah. couldn't find that dog yeah and and then i went to the thing and i was like i don't want chow uh-uh, i know chows are even harder get out of here yeah chows so, can be really they can be tricky and i was yeah. like this is my first dog so then I said, contact me if you, I told a bunch of these people, like, contact me if you have a dog to be fostered. She sent me this thing and it was like Great Dane Lab. And I was like, I like Great Dane's cool. She was like, it's going to be big, blah, blah, blah. So we fostered him. And then after like four days, I was like, we're going to keep this dog. Yeah. And then that's when things got weird. Uh-oh. And she was like, so technically he was found on the street then rescued then they were going to put him out on the street he was never in this rescue a woman was going to give whatever pros whatever you pay for him to this woman but was never actually this woman's rescue dog do you know what i mean wait what okay so mason was a street dog yep found on the street then like his and then put back out on the street and then fa- and then like got into a fight. Well, okay, wait, wait, was it put back on the street? Like someone rescued someone him rescued temporarily him. and then was like, ugh, and then put him back <laughs> and out put, and was like, we're gonna put him out because he's too big, he's too much. Oh, and and someone like someone else will find him. And this woman, Ooh. Vicky, was like, Bef- uh, before he goes to a shelter, let me see if I can find him a foster. Right. She contacted this woman at Adopt a Child and was like, I'll give you whatever whoever pays for him like the proceeds if you can help him and so i was like i'll foster him so we fostered him but it was never this gr- it was she was oh, never like under her thing right 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 so then it started to get weird when we said we wanted to adopt him because i said well can we get his papers like yeah has he been chipped like what are his shots like if we're paying 350 dollars, what are we paying it for yes you know what i mean like yeah that's a lot of money i know it's going to other dogs in need but like also like has he had a shot so like what's going and on some sometimes again then this is a hot topic in terms mm-hmm. of people who are defensive again i can't say enough the people who are doing it right 
are, are heroes. Great. And there are many, many yes. of them. And I get it. And there are people who take advantage of the hardworking people mm-hmm. who make the reputation sterling mm-hmm. and then they abuse that. Just like yeah. anything. Just like anything. Yeah. They abuse that. They pocket the money. They yeah. don't take good enough care of the dog. That does happen. Yeah. It does happen. And I should have known. So you deserve I, to know, like, what is this going towards? Well, yeah. I want to be sure that this is going towards And some, other you know, rescues who are great just go, oh, this, 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 and this. Absolutely. We're going to deliver it to you with this. Absolutely. We're going to do a house check. This is what's happening. And I was yeah. like, great. Yeah. Um, and then she started to be shady and she was like, Mm-mm. well, and then she started to, and then, um, I said, well, we'll pay you, but we need the stuff. Like that's what a transaction is. That's right. You know what I mean? Like I pay that's you right. for a dog. You give me his stuff. Right. And you know what I came to find out is she didn't have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the problem. She yeah. didn't have it. She yeah. was never going to have it because yeah. it wasn't her dog. But she still, but rather than just say, this is a tricky situation, she was like, yeah, great, go ahead and give me that money. Yeah. And then she was like, well, you need to bring him to the adoption on Saturday. I was like, okay, I'm, I still want to adopt him. I just, so I was in the shower and naked and there was a knock on the door. No, no, no. This is so bad. And my husband opens it and she just goes, come here. <gasps> and Mason runs out and she grabs him and takes oh, off. Oh my Lord. And, then, and my and Nick was like, someone took the dog. Someone oh took the dog. God. And then I'm like, grab him, grab him. He's like, she's a woman. What do you want me to do? Like, like let me just grab this woman. And yeah. I was like, get her, get her. And I just went feral. And I'm like naked and I'm screaming. Oh my God. And I'm sobbing. I too. It was like, and then the next week was just insane. So she took him and then I was like, how do we get him back? And so then basically it turned into like, I just have to, I have to reason with a crazy person. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that was like unfortunate. Uh, so then Ugh. I finally find out where she is. She's like, and I'm like, okay. She's like, well, you weren't going to give me the money. And I was like, okay, I, I here's the money in cash. Right. Where are his papers? If you're not going to get him, Vicky, the woman whose dog, who basically was in the care of the dog, she was like, she called her and yelled at her and was like, you can't do that. I have the information. It's my dog. It's technically not your dog. And then they got into a thing. And I was like, I don't, I don't just want the dog. I know. What's the issue? And then she was like, how do I know that you're going to feed it? You're going to beat it? And then she started insulting us. And she was like, actors shouldn't have dogs. And oh. I was like, oh, my God. God. She was like, and then she was crazy. like, I'm going to ruin you in this town. I'm going to oh. tell casting directors. <laughs> I literally was like and I was standing there There's and I was such like such a weird twist to this where it becomes so, so Hollywood weird. specific like any yeah. of this could have happened in any other city yeah. up until she was gonna ruin you, you ruin me via casting director yeah and then my that husband flabbergasted he got visibly upset and and she was like I'm gonna call the police on him and I was like oh, oh and he was just God. like what are you talking about and then at the very end of the whole saga we get him in the car uh, and then she goes I don't want the money don't even give me the money. It's you know what I mean at the end. Yeah, but I like want she's to, the bigger like, person in the situation. And I was like, you know what? I'm giving it to somebody. So yeah. I called Vicky, and she was like, "Well, give it to my animal hospital." I was like, "Great, someone's gonna. I'm, there's gonna be a transaction's gonna happen. Yeah. Like I have yeah. this dog, and then yeah. I had to get the papers from her. This woman didn't even really matter. Yeah. And then I find out that she's not really a legally nonprofit. <sighs> and then I go on this Yelp, and I'm there's I read this whole thing about it, and I was like, oh, I should have gone on Yelp. Oh. But who knows that there's gonna I be know. like. And the person there also, was like, Yelp is so weird because it yeah, feels like it's like crazy. permission to trolls. It's yeah. like I invite a troll to come and say whatever horrible thing they want to exactly. about the small business. Yeah. That also feels yeah, because like Because Yelp tricky. isn't safe. It's not safe. But there was only right. one review and it was basically what happened to be happened mm-hmm, to her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and I should have known because when I went to go meet this woman by the West, I mean, now I kind of like once you're in the rescue world, you know, the legit ones, you're I'd be fine right. now. But there's right. a lot of people like us at the beginning who just don't know. Yeah. 
you're just like yeah. trying to get a dog and absolutely. then people are weird absolutely and then you just don't get it absolutely and i should have known because she was like uh she was like being weird with dogs who were like really stressed out in kennels and like spraying water at them and like being like like she like i could she wasn't handling dogs in a way that made me feel comfortable right right, right. and i was and i should have like heard that voice and been like go away this isn't right like yeah, this isn't I know. but then but the problem i think that gets because I did the same thing uh, when I was out at that Husky rescue. I had such a weird feeling. She was like, I brought my, I mean, you know, it's yeah. like an hour and a half away. Yeah. And I brought my dog, Scott, um, with me because she was like, I need to see your dog and I need to see, you know, what uh, the story. I'm sure, I apologize if I already told the story, but I took Steve Agee <laughs> okay. with me. And um, Steve Agee went, How was he? Was he like, This is crazy? He, it was great. It was great. It was, it, it was great to have a person there. Yeah, you know so what I mean? I was crazy. like, Come, come with me. And so he came out there with me um, to keep me company. And uh, and I had already said, like, she's very abrasive. I was like, she's very abrasive. I don't really know what to expect. But, you know, we've made this appointment. And I really, I again, fallen in love with this dog. Was like, had seen a picture of her. Was like, yeah, this is you- exactly what I want. Yeah. Um, based on nothing. <laughs> based yeah, on, the, you write based the, on the good feeling I really felt I had. I yeah. write the story. And I, um, and so we get out there. And it's summer. And it's hot as hell. It's like 110 degrees or whatever. What's the place like? Is it nice? Or it's is it like, shitty? no, it's kind of shabby. I mean, it's It, lo- it looks on like, like a, just like an outdoor kennel. That's what it is. It's wire cages yeah. and dogs running around and dog poop and dust and dirt. And, <sighs> um, and so we get there and she's already like she's she's already overbooked herself so like her little pen where you can interact with dogs someone else is already there doing it uh. and i can hear her kind of like barking at them so to speak oh god and then so we're just kind of waiting um and then finally she puts she lets us in and my dog immediately unsurprisingly runs over to the water bowl and starts drinking because, because he's it's been so in the hot. car for an hour and a half and yeah. it's 110 degrees do not and tell she me. goes no your dog seems very thirsty. Is there something wrong with him? Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh. I was like, Mm-mm. I think even AG was like, uh, we just drove an hour and a half up here and we've been waiting and the dog, hot. you know, and like, this is, it's the summer. It was th- remember how you asked him for water before. So, or asked for, so basically then this other dog comes in, they do fine together. And she's like, well, I just don't know. I don't know if they're going to get along. And I was like, wait, They've just been in this pen. They never snarled at each other. They never yeah. barked at each other. My dog basically sniffed her, like gave her an approving look, and then went and lay down in a corner because he's however old he was yeah, then. He's Ten old. years yeah, old, nine years old. He doesn't old, care. And he doesn't care. And then she was just like bounding around, excited to have attention and friends. So, but again, it was like, and then I had to send her pictures of the my yard and everything, which I sent very good pictures. Like, also, I've had a dog here for yeah. X amount of years. Yeah. He's never escaped. He's a great. He's also, great. get he's off your off. ass and come see it if you're I so mean, concerned. It was just terrible. But my point being, I love that we've already talked about this for 25 minutes. <laughs> my point being is that I became very stubborn and wanted to take her out of that environment rather than listening to yeah. my instinct, which, which was, was like, yes. this is not great. Yeah. This is not a good person. I don't want this person in my life. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be tied to this person via this dog, no matter what. There's yep. only so much I can do. It became more important to me than ever to get so this what dog. happened so i was just i was like oh hi i'm uh, here's the pictures of my yard. Oh, so you kept I've following up met. after you didn't get you didn't i kept following up because she kept saying like well i'm going out of town or like i just got a new dog i'm dealing with that so she kept putting me off putting me off so she was never explicitly saying like it's not a fit she kept saying i think this is going to work out just give me blank just hold How did on it end? and i just stopped hearing from her 
I just, huh. She just disappeared on me. She ain't rescued. And I mean, I sent, I called my vet and I called Paradise Ranch, which is why they knew I was looking for a husky and said, I'm dealing with a crazy husky woman. Yeah. Um, they're crazy. I'm trying to, I, I said, I, I have asked her, I have begged her to call you to be my reference, both of you, mm. because it, I, I can't make it any more clear to her that I'm a good, reliable owner. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we've been through this before. Like, don't get your hopes up, da, da, da. And so I just, she just They've disappeared been through this on before me. with her? Huh? Have they been through this? They with just her? said in general, yeah, right? With people that are like, some people say they're going to let they those get, dogs go and they won't do it. It's almost always specific. I also think it's almost always very specific breeds because mm. they get... Um, it's like a weird fetishistic thing. Well, yeah, and it's like they yeah. get like 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 better than like we have like yeah, I'm the one who knows how to I'm deal the with one this who kind has huskies and I decide who gets that's one. right that's right instead of like it's a dog it needs a home that's right <laughs> I mean like yeah and there's a, and, it, and you can almost see how it starts out as a, like like with any of us unchecked you know it's like please be responsible please yes. make sure my dog can't escape when you look at it on paper you're like of yes, course yes. thank you for following up with all these things yeah, because and then, then you, you get see dogs return more, more twisted where it's like uh-oh now it's come to a place where you've had some bad experiences on your end yeah and you have created a situation in which you can no longer see clearly mm-hmm. that this is what you're doing even with great people and i totally get it but someone needs you have to have someone keeping you in check saying like now this there is no reason not to adopt this dog out yeah. to this person and that like I you know, you're not seeing this rational I anymore. dealt with this woman one more time not the, the woman who actually took him from our yard I've never spoken to her again and I thought about filing like a complaint I, mean, I against can't believe it. she did that that's I, just crazy. I felt about I thought about filing a complaint but I like just didn't want to give her any more like f- emotional space sure sure sure, I was, like, sure can't but the other woman who gave us Mason like she's very similar like just too wrapped up to make things to it like she means fuck well yeah sorry am i allowed to curse absolutely she means well like yeah i see which i don't think she's a bad person but um like no, everybody needs to be checked and yeah. so i said i would foster this puppy she was like 12 weeks old and like this little pitbull puppy my dog's great with dogs and i mean it was a mess it was one of those things where like she was deaf she was blind in one eye she had a uti she had another infection no one took her to the vet before <laughs> She was like bleeding. I was like, guys, you can't mm. give just a stranger a dog that's yeah. really ill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't be 24 hour care. I can foster a dog, but I'm, I want to be those, those Instagrams I follow, but I'm currently not. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and then they wouldn't take the dog back. And I was like, oh, I'm on the other end. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, they were like, well, we don't have anywhere for her to yeah. go. And I was like, well, <laughs> you guys oh i was like you gotta take it it's so hard it's so tricky because it really is it's one of those things where and i'm sure anybody who has animals can attest to this it's like it's a very weird gray area in the sense that mm. it's by the way i i couldn't speak in with any intelligence towards adoption of children or abandoning yes. children or anything yeah. like that but in general it's a very gray area mm-hmm. because this it's a highly emotional highly invested thing that you're doing on either side if you're a good person Mm -hmm. and so it's so rife with like this become this this child you're this baby you know this dog becomes your baby in a sense yeah whether or not you espouse the sort of my dogs are my children thing which i don't but i still love them yeah and i don't have kids so i love them yeah you just know i would love a child more let me just be honest with that you (laughs) know what i'm saying that doesn't that's no mark on me yeah but um 
but I, you care deeply. I mean, you bring them into your home. You yeah. share your life with them. Yeah. And so it's a huge deal, and it's a huge deal to the people that are rescuing these animals, and yet it's also just like a normal thing for people to just ditch their animals and they, and, and so many strays and not get yeah. their animals fixed. And so it's this. it really is this crazy epidemic in most countries from what i understand but certainly speaking to america where it's this like highly important emotional thing for many people yet it's also this thing that just tossed away like garbage and it's like how do you balance those things how do you navigate knowing that for many people it's treated with the utmost care and for other people it's not and as a person who's screening you know you i'm sure you could go a little crazy i could never do it i probably would go crazy i sobbed when i gave her i sobbed because i felt like a failure but i was like i can't do it i mean she it was one of those things where uh you know she needed like a vet technician like she needed constant constant sure sure and you know what ended up happening was i've started to believe by working in rescue and seeing rescues and being around a friend of mine said it best to me that every dog has their own higher power right and like that was like who is your because i was gonna say i got amazing advice from a couple of different girls that we both know oh really Um, oh i don't think it was her oh it was another i'm not her i don't know who her is that you're talking about um it was my friend cesare she was just like and I, cause she had done a lot of fostering and she yeah. was like, not all dogs. And I've also learned that like, not all dogs I'm going to like. Yeah. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's okay. Too, like, is, yeah. You know, like, I mean, people say that too. They're like, like, I love my dog or I love my child. That doesn't mean I'm going to fall love every, madly in love with every yeah, single child. And sometimes child. I, I like, and sometimes I love and some dogs I tolerate. Mm-hmm. And Same. when she said like, every dog has her higher power, I had to, it, it helped me. Cause then what ended up happening was a puppy is it did find a better foster. It did yeah. end up having a better life. Um, yeah because I found my limit. Like I was like, that's it for me at this moment. Right. right. And I found, and I realized that I found like a more appropriate rescue who I called and they were like, Oh yeah, if there's a problem with the dog, we immediately take it back. Right. Or if we give you all the supplies and we make sure it goes to the vet, like we do all of these steps. Right. And I was like, Oh, that's what a normal rescue does. Right. (laughs) That makes sense. Let me ask you now, would you, steal my dog from me <laughs> yeah. at any time well, i should of, just i just need to ask yeah I just it need was to one ask. of those things where i finally realized like there's like like because i've always been treated as if um like they're doing me a favor for me helping them out right <laughs> you know what I right mean? right and i've learned that like if you're at the right place like they understand that you're opening up your home and you're yeah. doing something to help yeah. and it is hard and so yeah. they help you with that and so that that was good but having that advice has helped even when I see like because sometimes I'm driving and you see a dog and I can't yeah. stop. I know or whatever. How, who can you call? Is like, there what some? What do you yeah, do? Yeah, exactly. Like, like exactly. Like, did you see the Griffith Park straight? I'm so sorry. We're talking about dogs this whole time. Do you uh, want to talk about something else? We will. We'll talk about. Okay. Something else. I just had you this moment what? where I was my, like, here's my belief about the listener. I have tremendous faith in my, in my listeners. <laughs> I feel that this is how I feel. If I'm listening to two people talk passionately about something. I honestly don't even care what it is. Oh, like if great. two people are arguing over molecules, I'll be like, I don't know anything about this, but I'm starting to think maybe I should be a chemist. Like yeah, I just, yeah, totally. I, okay, so, great, 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 you know great. what I'm saying? If we were just like, let's see, so, tap, tap, tap. Yeah. Like, hmm, dogs. No, yeah, this is better. Um, this is better. The Griffith Park. Was it? So there was a stray dog in, in Griffith Park mm-hmm. who I had seen and Eldad, the Hope for Paws rescue guy got him. But it was one of those things where like, you know, I could help and I went up and I found it, but there's been situations where I've like, they eventually got him and it was great and now he's in a foster home. But um, there's been situations where like his stray dogs are not easy to catch. No. <laughs> it's not no, like a no, stop no. and you grab. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like a four It's like hour. do you have two hours? Two hours or weeks or sure. how do, like we set up a trap for this dog. I mean, it tried everything. Oh my God. Yeah. My friends Gabe and Etta rescued a dog and they couldn't 
get anyone to help them, oh, really? including rescues. It was one of those times of year where people were like, I'm so sorry, I can't take him yet. Oh, yeah. And they were just like, and they had a cat and a dog, and they were just paying for basically dog care for this poor dog. So what happened? Finally, somebody adopted him. Oh, okay. But those poor, I mean, that was yeah. the thing where it was like, I, I, I was like, I want to help you. I, I, I can't. I I, you're the best people in the world for doing this. Well, I'll give you hope for Paws Rescue number. So if you run into a stray dog, yeah, they're and the people. Versa, well, I probably would call. Yeah. Well, maybe I would call. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, if, if Natalie, they do stray dogs, but Natalie would probably also say, you know, I can't. But here's, you know, yeah. Because that's the thing is, if you find a stray dog, uh, well, you're supposed to take it to a shelter just in case it is anybody's. Blah right. blah, blah. There's like a whole thing, whatever. But um. I did call some rescues too and they were like, mm, well, if it's aggressive, we don't know. We don't know if yeah. we can take it. And I was just like, oh, so this dog's like life is just like, <laughs> we don't know. Like, And yeah. then you're responsible for it and then yeah. you're like taking that on and it's a lot. That's a, a lot. So it's when I lot. see... The expectation can't be that every single good-hearted person who sees a stray dog stops everything they're doing to address it. And so yeah. that's what's great about having someplace like Mayday or Hope or Paws where you yeah. can ha- you have as a resource because they also interlink with each other so yeah they, they all say, work together we have, we have five dogs in our home right now we can't do this but we will call these three people yeah. or you know try to help because if they're you. all working together because like Ghetto Rescue Downtown Dog Rescue and like Watts Rescue they're all like the South LA yeah. and like Angel City Pits they're yeah. all like pulling from like Compton yeah and like because where there are uh, just a bunch of dogs yeah and it's good because they're all like oh let's work together we can't all do it on our own yeah absolutely if you had told like 18 year old either of us that we were spent this amount of time talking about dogs and dog rescue we both would have been no like way. shut the fuck up. i'd be like first I'll of never. all i i'm not that lame i uh-huh. have other things going on i never thought I, people are shocked to see me now because i was yeah. i would push you if there was a dog coming I'd push you <laughs> and I'd go to the other side of the street. Amazing. And people would be like, Mel, it's fine. I'd be like, Mm-mm. but now I've learned it's the people. It's the people that are dumb. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. dog's fault. Yeah. Like yeah. I get that Agreed. more now. Agreed. And like, that makes sense. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What if I were podcasting 18 year old you, mm. what would you do you think that you could have? And I, I'm saying that not knowing what my answer is, because I had to like really think about where I was when I was 18. I think probably I would. I'm going to be a serious dramatic theater actress. Is and that I what you would my, say? And um, I'm just really excited about going to New York. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I was I had a real thick Southern accent. Where, <laughs> wait, where was this happening that you had not gone to New York yet? I was in Georgia. Okay. I'm from Georgia. And you had a fake Southern accent? No, I had a real thick you Southern accent. You did. Oh, I was thick like, one. I was very redneck. Georgia has a very sweet accent, I think. Yeah, I've no, heard, it's great. Yeah. Um, and I was just like very focused on getting out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. We're in going, Georgia. Uh, Fayetteville. Okay, it's where now where they shoot all the Walking Dead shit. Right, haven't right. So been it's on a it. Kind of a sub. It's kind of a suburb. <laughs> you know why? Because that woman ruined your relationship to all casting directors. <laughs> she, she basically Joan did it. That's oh, her name. Joan. Man. Um. Yeah. I, okay. So it's like a sub semi like suburb of Georgia. Yeah. yeah. And I was very focused on being, I mean, you know, I mean, not that I'm not focused on being an actor. I'm doing a podcast. We get it. Yeah. But like, I was like there, you know, that 18 year old, like I was like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready. I, yeah. Like, reading theater books was like my thing. And I'm going to New York and I'm going to the big city. And I was yeah. just so excited. What, uh, how early I also had that? never had sex. Okay, great, great. Also good to hear. I was a virgin. Um, and I had never dated anyone ever. Oh, this is great. I got to get into this down and dirty. Yeah. When did you, at what age did you start to become that serious? Were you a kid who was like that? 
serious for acting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was, I think, I, yeah, I mean, I remember once I wanted for a, how old was I? I really wanted to be the very first uh, female Braves baseball player. Great. Uh, I don't know why you didn't do that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that is a niche market I should have really gone for. It really is. I saw a league of their own and I was like, that's it. Yeah. I'm doing that today. Yeah. Uh, and I was on the baseball team. I was the only girl. Um, That's great. Yeah, it was so fun. Except for like, no one wants to like have a girl. Well, back then, no one wanted a, a girl to be great at it. So every time I went up to bat, they would uh, walk me. So they'd hit me with the ball. <laughs> walk. Okay, that's... That's not great. Yeah, the intention is great. And like many people who want to do something that other people aren't used to them doing, it sucks. Yeah, it it sucks sucks to be the person that starts that or even the person who's doing it several years in. I mean, there are still women in the military who would say, yeah, there have been a lot of women since me and will be after me. And I still have a (laughs) shitty experience. Yeah. And you're just like, and I remember, so it was like our last game before playoffs and uh, the other, and we were a really good team. And the coach comes up to me. He was like, Melissa, he was like, the other team doesn't have enough players and we're going to have, they're going to forfeit. And if they forfeit, then we have to play a harder team to get to the playoffs. You're kidding me. Would you play <gasps> on their team? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, was like, <laughs> so I played against my own team. Oh my God. Please tell me that you talk about this in your stand up. I don't know why I haven't. It's- I got it as can be and I played against my team and I just remember sitting oh in the dugout God. with a this bunch is, of weird this boys is, speaking of Disney movies like <laughs> this know. is a Disney like I, I hate to say it but young Lindsay Lohan probably <laughs> would have she would have killed you, it yeah would have been oh, remember young and Lohan. I sat there and I was like what is going on? It's crazy. <laughs> and I was up to, and then I remember I was like, the oh the ball God. would come to me and I was like, do I catch it? I mean, because I'm catching yeah. it against my team. Yeah, don't you want to, want to throw it? Do, yeah, I don't want to catch it. And I was like, I don't really know what to do. Oh, this is so amazing. I was so confused. This is amazing. Or it's like a Beverly Cleary book, which yes. by the way, happy birthday, Beverly Cleary. I think her day, birthday was a couple days ago. Oh, really? Not that I know her, but I did see that it was her birthday. <laughs> I love it. Um, God, that's amazing. Yeah. So that was Did the last that feel, year I played. When you look at that, do you feel like that's, does it in any way look like it's sort of symptomatic of like a larger, like that was me, little Mel. Oh yeah. That's you know very I mean? indicative of how my life went. Like okay. in terms of like definitely little Mel and big Mel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that was the last year I played baseball because <laughs> I'm like, this is dumb. What is this? When was the last time you played baseball? I guess when they <laughs> asked me to play for the other team, maybe it would <laughs> yeah. have been a real turning point for me. And then I wanted to be um, a professional gymnast. Okay. Uh, and I did that for a while. And then when the coach was like, you're not going to make it to the Olympics, like you're not going to go to the Olympics. I was like, he was like, you're too tall. There's a picture of me and it's like, short, you short, are short. very tall. And for, I was like, for <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and I was like four feet taller than everybody. Yeah. I also, so you were tall early. Like I, I was. was very tall. And it was I mean, just, I always stood, <laughs> yeah. I, someone teased me about it the other day. Cause I was like, let's get a picture. And I go into the middle back. Like it's <laughs> in my jeans because I, that's constantly where I had I to stand in classes. Good, I good. Do a, a lean yeah. over, Get quirky lean mouth over. from the side. <laughs> like, here we yeah. are. Immediately, like, oh, this is the thing I yeah. have to do to not, you know, th- I know where I belong. I have to do this to be in yeah. the picture and not, like, stand in front of people. And all I was tall forever. I, I really wanted to be the best at something. I really wanted to be the best at something. Did you read, like, the Guinness Book of World Records and stuff? Did you <laughs> I keep should have, like, just it? to try to do something. Yeah. And then when I realized... And then I was always into But it is interesting that you chose... I mean, you've named two things, like you said. You wanted to be the best at something, but it's not like you... Unless, correct me if I'm wrong, you also wanted to be the best at girls' basketball. In which case... 
it's already for girls. Yes. It's already for tall people. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You yeah. wanted to be the best thing, but you were also like, I want to play baseball or yeah. I want to be a gymnast. And two things and against tight. So yeah. So it was hard. And then after that, it was pretty much acting. Like it was always that was always I was in an acting class I tried to get my mom to take me to an agent they were very much like you can't be an actor until you're 18 that's how my parents were too they Which were I like you can just play in school all you want but yeah. you're not gonna like you're do not this. doing it for real yeah. and I met my first agent when I was like 13 or 14 <laughs> and so was there and so this would have been out of Atlanta like it was, it was in Atlanta. Atlanta so we drove to Atlanta and I met this agent and she was basically like you're you're too ugly right now. Uh, <laughs> I had braces and zits and like I was, I was, I mean, I was like, like what was the diary of the teenage, whatever I was like, yeah. like, you know, but I was like, but in me, um, and that was, so that was the last time I ever did oh, anything Jesus. like that until I went to acting school. Yeah. Did you, so you, when you had that, I mean, I wouldn't have ever taken the chances that you would have, that you were taking. Like I, w- I, was, I like, was not yes. the person. Yeah. I was not the person who was like, I, I would have loved to have thought of myself as that. Like if I had read the story of you in a, yeah. in a, in a young person's book, if I read your Beverly Clary book, I probably would have been like, that is me. And then <laughs> yeah. they would have been like, yeah, then Janet, go out and do something. No one wants you to do. I would have been like, Oh no, 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 no. I, that will hurt my feelings. I'll get crushed. crushed. Oh yeah. There was a lot of that. I remember auditioning for frickin' frack, um, uh, in like the, the church play. And I, and I went to this woman's house and I auditioned and then I found out later I didn't get it. And I just remember running upstairs and sobbing yeah. forever. And I was like, how am I going to go on? Oh, I'm not sure. frick or frack. Sure. I'm not. <laughs> and now I'm like, well, welcome. You've been doing it for since then. You've just yeah. been having that moment over uh, and over again. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a weird that's a weird self-confidence thing that I think um, we can all relate to whether or not it has anything to do with performance, but anything like that where, uh, you know, I'm, I feel like this is probably true for you too, based on what I'm hearing. Although you, again, you took more chances than I did, but where I are you think from, the, from the Arizona. Oh, great. Um, and so Tucson and Phoenix are certainly smaller than Atlanta, but there's the same sort of like, how much acting are you going to do out of yeah. this place anyway? Yeah. And there was definitely like a Nickelodeon show that shot there when I was mm-hmm. the right age to be on it. And I went to school with someone who was on it. And mm-hmm. um, I'm sure he would be the first to say now, although I don't keep in touch with him, that he was terrible on it mm-hmm. because he was never, he, I mean, I'm sure he would. Yeah. As an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then he thought he was hot shit. Yeah. As I would have too. Yeah. But but and this actually feeds right into what i was saying is that it's so hard when and i just know you can guys can all relate to this when you do feel you're great at something yes. or that you're good or you mm-hmm. feel like you've got a sense of self that is like i'm pretty sure i'm good at this but then you don't get it and then someone else that you think you're better than yeah. talent wise or skill wise or whatever yes. gets it so I remember, but I, but, but I remember it's that, it's the capacity we all have to both feel horribly offended and, and that it was mm. an injustice, but also that feeling of like, maybe I'm shit. And th- that those two things can coexist together in those moments yeah. where I would feel like, I would feel dreadful that I didn't get something, but I was never a hundred percent. And maybe you were, and I admire this if it's true. Wait, I, 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 I
half of me was like, I know I deserve that. Mm-hmm. But the other half of me was like, what if I only think I deserve that and everyone else sees that I'm shit? And those are two really hard things. If I yeah. thought I was shit, I would just never take the chance yeah. or I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't work out. Or if I thought it was great and I was just confident, yeah. then when I didn't get it, I'd be like, it's not me. I was great. Yeah. You know, next time I'll get it. But that awkward in between mm-hmm. where you're you're willing to take the chance, but then you're so shattered when it doesn't work out that it just gets harder and harder each time to believe in yourself is like a thing I wish I could like tenderly help kids with because I think it really affects how you deal with the rest of your life you know well for me like I kind of needed I think I was bad okay (laughs) you know I mean I think I was bad to a certain extent I think there was something there yeah um I think the I believe that um for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because I'm contrary, but the, the rejection always really fueled me. God, it doesn't, so great, it doesn't though. so much now. It yeah. doesn't at all now. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm, we've been fueled. We've made yeah. it a certain, uh, great. Um, but it really fueled me of like, well, what am I, how can I really do it? How can I just, I just prove so this great. different? And cause like I didn't get into NYU and I was like, what? Well, my audition wasn't that great. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I had to be better for the next one to go to the next thing. Yeah. And, um, I think that's so great. And so I got better. This The acting school I went to, they didn't really think I was that good. You know what I mean? So I was like, like the parts I got, I could tell where they put me. Mm-hmm. So I've always sort of been put to the side of like, you know, whatever. And so I always needed to fight to to hone, to find my thing, which it brought me to, com- you know, brought me to comedy, which I hadn't been in. You know, I was like, I really wanted to be a serious actor. It doesn't mean I'm not going to do that. But like, I think the rejection sort of pushed me in the way I needed to go. Uh-huh. And now I do have that sort of like, like sometimes I have the, what if, what if you're shit? Cause mine's now different. It's weird. Sometimes mine is don't try. Like, You've got it. And then don't care about this. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah. This is so stupid. We've done this. Guess what? You did it. It's yeah. stupid. You're not going to get it. Yeah. Don't waste your energy. Yeah. And then I go in and I don't care and I don't whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I don't get it. And then I cry and I'm like, wait a minute. What was that? What was I crying about? <laughs> you can't do that. I know. I know. But that's a thing that happens. And again, I think, uh, uh, the the sort of microcosm of what we do is just this sort of you know when you blow it out and look at it from far away it's mm-hmm. what we're all going through yeah. no matter where we are no matter where we live um which is to say your version of it could be like you know your the the most generic sense of being out of a job right we're yeah. always out of a job yeah you're always but out of a job. if you're a person who kind of has a career path and you frequently are employed and then it's a you know an employment that you have for a few years and then you lose that job we can all relate or relationships to where you want everyone to want you and you you want to make the choice. And that's what we all want. We all want five jobs to say, we're fighting over you mm-hmm. and then you get to choose which job feels right to you opposed to like, well, I know that I said I wanted to be an architect, but this company that sells pipes is like kind of adjacent to what I do. And it's the <laughs> only job that's even considering me right now. Yeah. I don't really want this. But then when they say, you know what? We don't really think it's a great fit, Mel. <laughs> then it feels like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> you have, so, there's someone who's better suited for this than me. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's, it's just like, like, it's a, it's a mind, it's a mind trick. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's a mind fuck. And it's part of me that's like also gotten to this place now. Now, which is a great place to be which I hadn't I have not been I think I've spent the past like 10 years just being angry like the rejection fueled me to a, a certain sense and then and then it just turned into like jealousy envy anger 
no <laughs> just right, no right. and now i'm much don't you think that's part of getting older too which is the great part about it is like yes. at a certain point you're just like okay i don't want to feel like this no and, you and, can't and i can actually choose not to feel like this yes. instead of feeling like it's all being imposed on me all the time like, oh yeah that's i was what i, feel I so walked around about. like I mean, I still do because like, I'm, I'm, I'm self-supporting in a sense, but not from, uh, I am self-supporting, but not from, let's say the things that I want to be all the time. Right. You know, from acting or writing or stand up, like I, I go out, I'm repped, I do things like that, but it's not where I thought I would be. Right. Um, but what's great is I'm not as angry as I was. So I don't really care. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, who cares? Like I, I have much more like faith now in terms of like, it'll work out whatever it is yeah do i want to live angry or do i just want to like couldn't agree more couldn't agree more and i think the number one thing that is the most poisonous about again for any of us Mm -hmm. and certainly for us here because what we do is absurd yeah absurd 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 is making that comparison where you look at other people's lives and they look at yours. Oh, and people do it about relationships. You know like, I mean? oh, well, Constantly. you're married or I'm single oh, or I'm this so or you have kids. kids. And yeah. Instagram does it. Facebook does it. Right. You, you see these things. I mean, it, it, there's sometimes where I'm like, you're, you're, I can see myself looking at something, get angry, and then my days change just from looking at something online. Right. And I'm like, cool. So you maybe skip that step. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe skip Absolutely. the going online just for today. Cause Absolutely. Because like, we're writing our own... I'm writing my own story. I don't actually know what's going on in their lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's, that's something that, that, uh, that is a constant. It's like you're faced we didn't with that have all that growing the time up. here. No, not at all. I didn't. I not didn't, at all. If people were doing things, <laughs> they just did them. Right. And I'd see you later. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd see you, like I'd yeah. see you the next time I see you. Yeah. And, and you'd have to be a real shitty person to be like, well, I was hanging out with Aaron. I know I'm okay. terrible. I'm terrible at looking at that <laughs> stuff. Uh, maybe probably for the better in general. Yeah. But like it's it is funny when the expectation is that that is how you're going to get information about someone. So yes. I will you know email someone and be like I haven't talked to you in so long. How yeah. are you? And then I'll get a reply that's like well as you know I had a baby. And, and I'm like, like as I know, what are you talking about? And like, We're Facebook friends. Oh. And I say oh no no no. Yep. I don't know anything about anyone on facebook yeah you can't. if someone tags me in something there's a 30 percent chance i'll even see it and if someone asks me to post something i'm doing to promote it on facebook i will go there post that thing mm-hmm. and not look at anything like i will not yeah, check you my messages out. i will not the only yeah. facebook page i'm on is the jv club which so those of you who listen to the podcast know i'm the best at being in touch with someone via that mm-hmm. yet Again, we'll never go to my personal page. Mm. We'll never look at someone else's status. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't know this. I had a friend who was gravely ill and I oh, had wow. no idea oh, wow. because everyone else apparently no. knew about it and figured I would know too. So I didn't did know until out? she got better. I got an email from her that was like, I'm feeling just, you know, FYI, thank you so much for the outreach. I'm feeling way better. And I, I, I immediately wrote like someone else who was on that thread and said you have to tell me what's going on <laughs> oh god and she was like oh my i was like i feel horrible yeah it is, you know I mean, I guess but it's i true. just yeah. didn't how would i know? how would you know yeah because we don't because yeah it's so weird that you're like well i'm gonna post on facebook that's telling people and it's like well is it yeah 
but it's and it's weird it because is. it's like it is and it if, isn't. If there's like an implied consent by being on Facebook, like if I just never was on it, maybe you know if the, I didn't yeah. have a presence on there at all, then people would know. People like I have know, a friend who I have to email because she does. She's not on Facebook. Yeah, because my the, dad's not on it. My friends not on it. So I know like those those people. I have to like email or text or call or send yeah. them because they're not seeing it. Do you listen to This American Life? Because Ira was talking about a really funny component of this, which was that he was talking to two teenage girls, like his nieces or someone's oh, niece, friend, her friend, about the amount of time per day they socially feel completely obligated to be liking people's Instagram, to be liking their posts, to be replying to their posts. And How that much they have it? a hierarchy. It's like their whole day. Mm. The hierarchy of sort of, well, my best friends, if I post a picture of myself... I have to see them all weigh in and say it's really cute or I'll know I have to take it down because it's not cute enough. Like, oh my God, that's your job. You have a job. You're yeah. a teenage girl with a job and your job is checking Facebook I can't imagine. I cannot imagine high school with Facebook. I cannot imagine I wouldn't have gotten anything done. Mm-mm. God bless everybody I had a pa- out there. I had a pager. Did you have a pager? I had a pager. I can't imagine which which is so i mean now that i think about like how pointless is that you're just gonna ding me with your number and i'm just gonna call you you just call call but that's a big deal like having a pager was a big deal yeah oh i loved having a pager it was so fun do you have brothers and sisters yeah i have five holy shit yeah what's everybody else like um my brother's older he's oh my gosh uh he's 35 he's a nurse um he's like what's he's like into the wild he's much more like uh (laughs) <laughs> not that anymore but he was very much like that yeah i have a younger sister who's 27 like him and her are very similar they're very like earth friendly like how are they going to change the world in terms of like yeah. environment and which is great yeah um and then i have three younger sisters or brothers and sisters um 16 14 and 12 all from the same family or did you all the same dad all different moms gotcha all six of us. are you serious yes wow yeah how did I not? Well, well, my, well, like my brother and I have the same mom but. and then my sister Michelle has a different mom and the younger three have a different mom. How was he married to? He was married to my mom. He was married to the younger. He wasn't to the middle. Got it. Just spreading the seed. Uh-huh. Which great is was we're all like close. family drama or no? Um, you know, not really. I mean, cause it's, it's just like, cause now we're, we're all like kind of close. We're the sure. kids. We get it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, the teenagers, like, they're more just, like, uncomfortable because, like, they're teenagers. Do you know what I mean? So they're just, like, uncomfortable with life. Uh Um, But it's fine. Like, we don't really care because he's divorced from the last one. So it's kind of like we're, like, the band that keeps my dad together. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, we go over here and it's just, it's, like, whatever. It's a lot, but it's fine. Do you have, are are any of them people that you know some people have siblings that they're sort of are their best friend and they just that's who you kind of turn to or do you more have Mm-mm. like you have your friends for that and, you're I have fa- my and friends. you love your family yeah they're more family mm-hmm. like i mean i call them and we talk and i love being with them but and if something call, was going on you might not necessarily call like if something was going on with siblings. nick i wouldn't like call my brother right 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 right. but i would call and like you know but i think that that could change mm-hmm. Because we used to not talk at all. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think it's weird with siblings. Like, it can be weird. Like, some people... Yeah, I don't know what it is. Do you have siblings? Mm -mm. I'm an only child, so I'm always extra interested. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I used to hate my brother. My older brother fucking hated him. Yeah. Couldn't 
stand to yeah. hear his voice. That's not uncommon. I was like, sh- he'd speak, and I would already yelling. <laughs> I was like, no less. It's I so can't. crazy how family can push those buttons I, in ways that nobody else. Yeah, can. I mean, and they he still can. I'm just like more apt to have compassion and be like, okay, how can we like get through this? And yeah, and he's changed, and I've changed, but um, now yeah, we're like close. I've also noticed like I'm, I'm kind of the odd man out. I think I will always be. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one not in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one not there. That immediately can change things just by, yeah, just by, just by like, I've like, al- I moved away at 18. I'm not at home. Like, yeah. So I've missed all the funerals. I've missed, you know what I mean? It's just like, that's how I feel about my mom's side of the family. Yeah. I, I just don't, I, they have better relationships with one another. Um, they see each other more. I've missed all the funerals for my reasoning has almost always consistently been, I've literally been doing a job I cannot get out of, mm-hmm. which feels terrible, super gross. Yeah. Or, uh, more commonly, not that there have been that many funerals. I would, was in a period in my life where I would have had a massive panic attack going to the funeral of mm-hmm. one particular grandparent. Mm-hmm. I just would have lost. Like I'm not, I'm, I was too fragile. Yeah. I was just too fragile. Yeah. But I think of myself in my head. I wonder, am I the ki- you know the cousin that everyone else is like? I'm the well, cousin. there's Janet. Yeah. But I just don't know if they even give a shit. Like I don't think. I mean, and I don't know. Yeah. Some of them listen to the podcast. Some of them don't. Uh, but I feel like I should have developed stronger relationships with all of them by now if mm-hmm. that was going to happen. And some of them are Mormon, and some of them aren't. And so I have to stop kind of putting them into the category of like, well, I'm the only one who's not Mormon because that's not even true. Oh, Most okay. of them are. Some of them are, but it's just like we were all scattered so far apart from one another that, Hmm. but I do believe that some of them have a closeness that I could not participate less in whether I wanted to or not. It's interesting because you can just see it. Yeah. You can just see that they're close. Now I have started to try more. Yeah. I have started to put myself out there more. I have started to be like a little bit more active in that the past few years, Mm -hmm. like trying to keep us all together, trying to make sure we do things. But yeah, do they have... Am I kind of the odd man? Absolutely, I'm the odd man out. Yeah. Uh, but it, but I'm kind of okay with that. I'm kind of like, well, as long as I'm here, that's yeah. fine. You guys can be closer. Yeah, I don't have to be everyone's best friend. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 an interesting. It's weird. It's like a weird. It's hard with family. Let me ask you this, and I cannot. I mean, listen. I don't know why we're not hanging out every day because it's already been like an hour, and I completely lost track of anything I would or should be asking you. But um, <clears throat> let me ask this before I get into this mash game, which is uh, because I do feel I have a, a pretty decent sense of you as a teen. But the stuff that you were sort of like, well, if I like, I wanted to do it, and so I just tried to do it. Mm-hmm. How does that factor in with the fact that you said that you had hadn't dated anyone or anything? Like, did you want to? Did you did you try? Were you like, well, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Did you have that version of that of the crush yes. where you were like, it's like trying out for the boys' baseball team? Like, mm-hmm. well, I have a crush on him. I'm gonna go for it. Or well, were you more were you, were you more uh, shy about that? It was a little bit of both. I wasn't allowed to date. Okay, because my family, my mother was very Catholic, and okay. I was just was not allowed to date. Um, I wasn't allowed. To, I don't think I was allowed to kiss a boy. And if I were to date, they would have to meet my parents first. Like, so I was like, well, fuck, I'm not, what? Um, But also at the same time, when I was in eighth grade, I really remember this quite clearly. I, (laughs) I asked every boy out and they all said no. (laughs) (laughs) They all said no. Because it was one of those things like back in the day, did you guys do this where you like call and be like, will you be my boyfriend? Yeah, I believe we would say, will you go with me? Yeah, will you go with me? And they go, yeah. And then like the next day at school, like you might hold hands. Yeah. And then like that was probably the extent of it, except for the one, except for the one girl who got pregnant. But like, I don't know. I I still didn't understand how that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, 
And I just remember I asked out everyone and every night I got no, 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 no. And I just remember being like, <laughs> man. But see, I probably would have asked. I mean, I've been rejected plenty <laughs> in all forms. Yeah. But at that point, I would probably have asked one and I would have been so scared and sad after one that I would have been like, oh, I, everyone else is going to say no too." the fact True. that you're like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to call gonna, this guy now well, because too. You I had think that's friends. so cool. Well, you have your friends who are like, he likes you. Right. You right. know, I was getting, I was getting misfed some information yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he likes me. And then I'd call. And then I definitely was the person where, um, like being mean to somebody meant you liked them. Like right. I did. I did some t- I did some not nice things also to boys. Oh yeah. So then by the time I got to high school things got really fucked up for me. Oh, no. Um and then I like got into drugs. But like I was very let's see. I was obsessed with like one guy for like all of high school. Um he d- I remember he gave me a, a hug and I like sobbed. Like I was like, "Oh my yeah. god." So I was like not versed in interaction with men at all. Yeah. Um and then if I did like there was this oh man I've told this story in my stand-up. It's so bad. <laughs> so there, there was this one guy I liked. Um, he had a shaved head. He looked kind of sick. Mm-hmm. And um, so I called him AIDS boy. And um, <laughs> that was his nickname. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so everyone called him AIDS boy. <laughs> but I liked oh, him. No. And I was like, why are we going out? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, I didn't. Like if I punched a guy, like I was also that person. Like yeah. I punched you. Like let's. Yeah. Th- this means I like you. Like I didn't. I, which I still. My husband's like, Gless, calm down. Like, right. It was but very like that. I mean, that feels again kind of like. I feel like I had some behavior like that, um, and I was made aware early on, in terms of a gender gap, <laughs> that that's what boys did to girls, mm. but girls didn't do that to boys. Oh, I did not learn and that. And no boy ever told a boy he liked him, and no girl ever told a girl she liked her. So there was never. There, I'm mm. not being. Yeah, yeah, I'm not being reductive in the sense that I'm like. And gay people weren't included. Mm-hmm. They were not included because no one wanted to talk about being gay. Mm. But having said that, that's. I just feel like I remember pretty early because i have a scar on my chin from chasing duncan campbell in first grade trying to kiss him and sliding across the concrete um so i was definitely like kind of and it was like mean it was like aggressive you know what i mean it wasn't like oh he's so cute it was like i'm gonna get you yeah yeah yeah. that's how i was yeah and so and i think that like pretty early on in terms of being fed information by your friends i feel like it was it was i was it was like shut down early on it was like no 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 i can be mean to you and that means he likes you but that's it but you can't do that to other you know Oh yeah, I wish somebody had told me that. I would have yeah. been. I probably would have had a lot more success. <laughs> um, so I didn't get later. I it stuck with me so hardcore. I felt so bad about it. And then he was like, "I don't even remember that." And I was like, "Well, we called you that all high school, but uh, okay." Um, and so I didn't. You know, so I did. I'm trying to think what happened in high school. So I don't think I like. I don't even think I ever, I might've kissed one person ever. Like I had no, during high school, it was sort of just like, you don't date. It doesn't happen for you. You can like people, but that like, you know, I just sort of, it wasn't until I was in New York and I was on my own. And also there was like a religious component to it, which was also very confusing, which was like, well, yeah. Cause if you got into drugs and there was yeah, like some was different, that. there's some different stuff happening with like what you're honoring, what behavior you're honoring and what behavior you're not honoring. Yeah. And that's for also me, interesting to me too, is that, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people who say they had your experience, but for me, the people that I was friends with who were doing drugs, if they had never been hooking up with someone before, they certainly were once drugs got into it because everybody mm. was just kind of like doing whatever. Yeah, not so much with me. Yeah. I mean, once or twice, uh, 
but it was just like a fluke. Right. And, and usually, um, like for me, it was like, if, because I couldn't date and I couldn't hook up with people, well then I'm just going to like drink and do drugs Got it. because, because I can do that. And I'm allowed to do that in my head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I can do that, but I can't do this thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to New York, I was like, well, I need to, I don't know what, I mean, I just did not, I had no idea. I wasn't really because my, my mom and my parents more, my mom, like they didn't believe in, talking about sex you know what i mean so yeah. there was just no dialogue yeah there's no sex before marriage sex only creates a kid right that's it and right. i was like what <laughs> so i didn't i i legitimately didn't know that women masturbated until i was 26 wow i didn't i didn't yeah. know you didn't talk about that what are you talking about like i had no concept yeah. of how anything happened i learned through like accident uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah, like, what? Yeah. Oh, is yeah. this what's happening? Yeah. How do you do this? Yeah. Because I didn't want to be that. Because I also felt <clears throat> too old to ask people. God, of course. Like, that, to, to that, ask my friends. That place where you feel like you've passed some sort of invisible border. I asked a friend once, and I was so embarrassed. I was like, how do you give a blowjob? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. And she had to, like, show, like she showed me, and I was like, but I, I still don't understand why are they calling it blow? Yeah, what am sure. I doing? Like, but I was like, wait, I was too old to be even asking that. Right, right. So then I just wouldn't do it because right. I was too nervous. I was like, right. you can't do it. You, you just are, by the way, are not the only person who. Because I was like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, how do you have sex? What do you do? I don't do? remember being told that either. How do you fact, learn? I still don't know. No. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, like, I, how do you... I, I, it's a great question. Gosh, they should really teach that stuff. <laughs> like, no. just so you don't feel so stupid. I mean, yeah. maybe they shouldn't, but like some sort of dialogue about, yeah. there'd probably be less. I mean, cause I probably was the only person who didn't get pregnant from abstaining. You know what I mean? Cause they right. were like, how you don't have a kid abstain. Right. And I was like, okay. Right. Like until, and then once I was in New York, I was like, well, I have to figure this out. Right. But it was just so, I, men and sexual relation was such a confusing thing for me for so long. And then once I did have sex before marriage, I'd go to confession. Oh yeah. And confess my sins for having sex. And now I'm like, well that was, I'm glad I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Do you, what do you have? How far from the way that you felt about God and religion when you were in high school? Do you feel now? If you don't mind my asking, I feel much better about it. I went through, a lot of phases to like really believing really being a devout Catholic and being confirmed and all that stuff to denouncing like Catholicism and being angry and also being very like God. I was a very like everyone else has a God, but me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a very selective mm-hmm. and now now I feel much more spiritual. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even say God. I would just say I've like done a lot of research. I looked at a lot of different religions and I feel a lot more taken care of. And like, and I also feel like more comfortable talking about it. I used to feel a lot of shame talking about religion. Yeah. Um, And now I'm sort of like, yeah, I have a faith. I don't know exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And that's totally fine book that you're kind of checking off. Yeah. I'm not going to church, but I'm not going to lie. Like going to a Catholic church makes me feel some sort of ease mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. like it makes me feel calm but i'm not like practicing that faith mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so I it's do. Just, sometimes it's just like oh this space feels nice mm-hmm. i'm gonna try this yeah absolutely um but yeah i definitely had a good like five to ten years of of not having any kind of anything yeah, yeah. 
What about you? I think that's really normal. I think that's not dissimilar. Well, I had to go to Mormon church. These guys know until I graduated high school because that's when my mom's authority over me going to church ended. Yeah. And then I never went back. Um, I didn't believe when I was there. I wanted to. I mean, I saw, I guess that's what the sort of like you miss what you don't mm-hmm. miss. You sort of want what you don't want. Like, yeah. I wish I... I guess I wish I believed that, but I don't. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was proud to be an unbeliever. I definitely was like, you know, these people seem to have this thing, thing inside yeah. them that seems like lovely and I don't have that. Um, and, but I think, but I, and I definitely, I feel like there was a period of time in which like I didn't, not only was, I was never angry to the point where I was in, like I denied something or mm. denounced it. But I feel like I just had no interest in even thinking about it one way or mm-hmm. the other for a good long time. And then at a certain point, I started to, you know, kind of feel like I was mm-hmm. more spiritual on some level. And I think that's a that's a that's a, a a kind of series of transitions that I think happens for a lot of people, particularly ones who have been raised in, in yeah. certain types of religion, especially when it's like that strict, because mine was very strict. Like yeah. you have to get confirmed. You have to do this. We go to church every Sunday. My mom taught Sunday school like, yeah that's just those are the rules like my mom had her marriage to my father annulled in the eyes of the catholic church Hmm. and they were married 18 years wow yeah so i don't know how that happens (laughs) but it was like one of those things (laughs) of like you know like it was just like church was church like my mom just sent me but now i have like i used to get angry about it but like my mom sent me a rosary and a bible recently and I was like, oh, cool. She's just trying to share with me her stuff. Definitely. And definitely. like, and that's, and I'm not more like, God, stop. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, that just works for her. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I had, I definitely had that experience where I went to, and then I got to get a smash game. God bless us. Okay. God bless us. I, I know say, we're not really knowing getting... what God bless even means. <laughs> um, uh, I had, I had a very similar experience where I, I don't want to say I didn't, I guess I've, probably denounced the Mormon church enough times on this podcast that someone's going to write and be like, mm, I think you have denounced some things. <laughs> but I, I certainly was like, I don't want them contacting me. I don't want them to know where I am. I don't want to go to church. I don't believe it. I have a lot of problems with that religion, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then, uh, and then at a certain point, a few years ago, all of a sudden I was like, you know what, when I go home, I'm going to go to church with my mom. Not yeah. because I need to go, but because I think it'll make her feel really good if I do. Yeah. And um, what do I care? Like, why am I so, why was I so like, do not take an hour of my day. Do not take yeah. two hours. Do not take three hours. Where I was like, oh, I, this is a re- like, I can just go. I don't, it's it doesn't weird. have to mean anything. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it, what, what it can mean is that I love that my mom derives joy out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like you I, I can go and sort of be nostalgic or feel like I, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying seeing other people's peace about this yeah. or faith or whatever and, and instead of feeling like you know god forbid I ever go into well, a it's church weird when you like realize that you can set boundaries without having to be so harsh about the boundary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I can just set this boundary and like I I don't have to believe but I can still be present for you Absolutely. and that was like a weird but that take, I mean, that, that just takes time. Absolutely, that just doesn't happen. Like, yeah, because it's your mom. It's like the stuff that goes with that, and how oh you yeah, were raised yeah, yeah, and like, oh well, yeah. So it just <laughs> takes forever. Yeah, oh, it's well, so nice to get to that point, though. I agree with you. It's just oh like, man, I think I was angry until last stuff. year. I think it was. It's been like recent for me. Good. Like I'm it took a long we, time. I'm glad I got you. I yeah. nabbed you. I nabbed yeah. you, and you're in a good place. Okay, here comes the smash game. Great. Uh, the first thing is going to be uh, you can jump into uh any movie three give me three movies that the worlds are real um it's not like you go in and you're hermione but mm-hmm. you had to go in and be with us with characters and experience whatever it is about that world that is uh, exciting to you three 
Uh, Babes in Toyland with Keanu Reeves and Drew Barrymore. Right. My Science Project. What's My Science Project? Oh, gotta see it. It's a terrible 80s movie that is the best. All I can think of is Weird Science. <sighs> My Science Project is so much better. Okay. I loved that movie. Um, and Roger Rabbit. Great. Great, great, great. Uh, next one is you let's do vacation home of uh, three places, vacation home, uh, somewhere on planet earth. Prague. Mm-hmm. Mm, um, New York. Right. That's not really a, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that just sort of happened. I was like, I don't know. Uh, and, England. I like your choices because none of them are islands on the beach, which I uh, always wish. Again, speaking of envying someone <laughs> else's desire, I'm always like, I feel like I get bored. Um, yeah, okay. I never. I'm like beach. We're we on the beach. I never even go. Yeah, I know. I never even do either. Um, okay, then let's do. Uh, let's do three. I, I feel like you might enjoy this. Three sort of eras or styles that. Um, for whatever practical reason right now, you can't like go out wearing a, you know, a, yep. what do you call them? A thing on your butt. What are those? Bustle. Bustle. Yes. Yes. Or, you know, you pr- like, unless you wanted to create, to really commit to always wearing like bes- yeah. bespoke men's suits. Yeah. But in this environment, you can try, you can tr- try that on with no physical discomfort from like some, you know, some time mm-hmm. in history where like, I kind of love those hunting outfits they wore, yeah. you know, tw- the 20s in England or whatever. Well, definitely the 70s. I mean, right. I kind of already do it sometimes when I want to. Great. Um, like what kind of style of the 70s super hip super great. hippie 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 great hippie flowy <laughs> central great um probably the 40s great the 20s i want to but it looks terrible on me so no no right all right um i, ha- I fail to see how that could be true but i it's because it. it's because the long they their head oh that sort of drop here. waist yeah that looks that good on really... real real thin teeny people yeah, anyone right. with any other kind of weight no you're right it's unflattering. You're right. You're right. Um, what other era? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. 40s, 70s. Well, I mean, I already did 90s. I lived it. Um, I mean, I feel like you need to go back. 80s. Great. Great, great, great. Um, okay, cool. Uh, next one will be three, let's do three people, um, that are kind of like mentors that could be from any time or place could be even from fiction, mm. somebody, some character or person that, uh, you could just call and be like, what do I do about this? Mm. You know, and maybe uh, they want to hear from you and you know, they like me. They love you. <laughs> love you. Pat Conroy. Natalie Wood and Jim Carrey. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Um, okay. Next one. Uh, in this alternate universe mash world, three foods that um, in this world are not particularly good for you and you probably shouldn't have in perpetuity. Here, snap of a finger right at your fingertips uh delicious good for you oh great and uh, could be as specific as like a very specific slice of pizza from a place in new york or it could just be like brownies mm, pizza great any 
any pizza. Agreed. Hmm. Cereal. Oh, God, if I could cereal. eat it without getting the shits, I would do it. <laughs> um, such a bummer for me. Any cereal, huh? What's going on there? Could be the milk. I have IBS. Yeah. So, and cereal triggers it. Okay. Cereal is, a, and I used to eat it constantly. Yeah. Uh, so now I just no. Um, yeah. Cereal, pizza, chips, and dip. Great, 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 great. Chips and D only have room to write the D. Chips and mm-hmm. D. Uh, okay. Uh, all due respect to your wonderful husband. Mm-hmm. Alternate universe, uh, sexy times, or Ooh, husband, or kind of companion. Uh, three. Oh, he knows this. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Great. Let's get him in there. Uh, oh, he's going to hate this one. Um, the guy from Sherlock. What's his name? Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. yeah. Hates that guy. He does? <laughs> <laughs> he's British, so it's like also like it's a rival. Um, and he probably hates, yeah, that people like go so crazy. He's over. He's like, like oh, come on. He's like, come on, give me yeah. a break. Or, um, hmm. Oh, <laughs> this is weird. Zach Efron. Okay, great. <laughs> Let's get him in there. Let's get him get in that. there. I mean, he's what 12, so it's weird, but I think it's whatever. Uh, you know, he's older if than I that. didn't feel, if it didn't make me feel a little bit like a pity, uh, yes. I would say, what's his, that kid from About a Boy who has turned into Nicholas Holt? Oh, what does he look like He's now? grown into like the sexiest young man you've ever seen in your Nicholas life. Nicholas Holt, I'm going to Google him Oh, you know. But he doesn't really look like he used to. And because what's I loved been About on? a Boy, he was in the new uh, Mad Max movie. He was in, he's in the... Um, He's in the X-Men as the young oh, beast. Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, he's just darling. Yeah. And I feel weird because not only is he too young for me now, but also I think of him oh, as the know. kid from Bad Boy, which I loved. Yeah. And so now it really feels like this is complicated for me because I see yeah, still yeah, yeah. the young boy in mm-hmm. him, which mm-hmm. is totally asexual to me, yet yeah. I want to smooch him. So it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, great imagine. ones. Great ones. Um, let's do... Uh, Let's do three. I got to do it. Let's do three characters um, from like a famous play, like a Broadway type situation, Love male it. or female, since I know that it, uh, you don't it doesn't matter. I gender don't, neutral, yep. um, that you did get to play in this alternate universe. That I did get to play in this alternate universe. Because oh, I feel like that was my like. I didn't have that much kind of gender bending tendency for like sports, Mm -hmm. but I definitely from a very young age was like, why can't I play Hamlet? Like I definitely was that like Shelley Long and Outrageous Fortune. Like I'm going to be the first male Hamlet. Like (laughs) I love that. I love that. See, I was less so with that. I was more like, well, at least let me be the biggest part there is. Right. (laughs) Whatever that might be. Ah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Let me think plays. Um, Oh, I have wanted to be, um, what's that? Oh God. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh, I sure. mean, any of them. Yeah. Let's, I'm just going <laughs> to I mean, any of G- them. G, <laughs> G, R. Hopefully I'll remember Um, in this universe, I've always wanted to play Lady Macbeth. Great. Great. And, um, Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, t- I'm Tennessee Williams. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. What, what do I want? 
we're full for love. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I always got assigned Sam Shepard stuff when I was in college because my theater teacher would be like, you're two in your head. You need to just be in something raw <laughs> like, yeah, just and get savage. That. Yeah, but and yeah, it's like we get it. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Did you want, what about like musicals? Like when you were younger? See, you I like, wish I could sing. But in this world, you can. Oh, I can? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know what it is. Oklahoma. Great. Uh, um, I mean, I, I'm assuming the biggest part in Oklahoma. No, no, no. I know which one it is. I, I, I didn't get it when I auditioned for it in high school and I yeah. really I cried well, what was the one that was like I'm just a girl who can't say no okay I'm in a terrible fix I don't know I don't know the play <laughs> I feel like I should but um it's I'm so just stupid. putting that girl that girl for You'll sure what that is um and then final category is uh let's do three things that you wish you could do again for the first time which is to say y- you would do them over differently because they weren't great or it's such a great experience that you wish you could do it again and have the excitement of like the thrill of the unknown it could then that could apply to like a great movie that you're like god i wish i'd never seen that because i'd love to see it for the first time again you know what i mean mm-hmm my initial thought was have sex with, again yeah. for the first time. I was drunk, so I didn't. It, it really didn't give it a lot yeah. of oomph. Um, it's a great choice. <laughs> um, no, I have. Yeah, uh, when I first arrived in New York in the cab, mm-hmm. that was really exciting. And my great. first like walking, I was by myself. I was eighteen. Yeah, I remember. I felt that way, like driving in the cab. It was on like the way what? to New York too. Like I can't believe it took me this long to come here, and yes. it did feel like it was so. I'm in the movies. Yeah, it felt like, and I pulled up, and I was living in the Salvation Army with. It felt like everything was magic. Yeah, and I was like, wow. Yeah. Um. And probably getting married. Great. Those are some really good big life things. I love. Yeah, them. I would have been like, I wish I could see Willy Wonka in the show. <laughs> the factory well, the first I time. almost said The Goonies, yeah. but I was like, oh, oh, so love that movie. That would be a good movie to jump into as well. Oh um, yeah. It would okay. Be. Tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. I'm gonna pause this. Do some calculations. Do those calculations. Come back with your 100% guaranteed mass future. Uh, I feel very good about what has happened in this mash game. I can't wait. So first of all, um, I'm going to let you know that you do have a shack in New York as your vacation home. I apologize, but real estate is very expensive that makes in New York. More sense. And by the way, a shack in New York is still like a million dollars. It's doing great. It's a tiny house. It's I'll a, tiny, a tiny, house. adorable house. Great. People will still walk in and be like, you have so, so much, much space. space. <laughs> so yes, you're fine. Uh, so much space uh, for your endless supply of chips and dip. Oh, yes. You know what? You don't want to get, you don't need anything fussy when you're no. in your darling shack I'm on the in go. New York. You're fine. Uh, you, by the way, uh, your wardrobe, somehow it's like very, there's a ma- magical situation where you still have a huge closet full of flowy, wonderful, hippie stuff. Oh, that 70s. feels great. Yes. Um, I love how this is shaping up. Um, you did not wear any of those clothes. However, I don't think in Glengarry Glen Ross on Broadway, <laughs> but you definitely killed it. I'm killing it. Like, I'm killing it. amazing. And yep. I mean, he, because you played a man's role yep. or you Nailed converted it. into a woman's role. I don't know. Yeah. I like both. The fact like, that I'm just as interested in portraying a man as I am yeah. in a character switching over and being a woman. To me, yeah. 
They, they're I'm both sure great. one of them is more PC, has but I don't really care. Barry Glenn Ross? I don't know. I, I don't think, think that's a great question. Is. I don't think there is. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure David like, Mamet's a, probably like, I wrote it for men. It should be for men. Like and that what is I say it. goes. <laughs> yeah. You cannot say shit. Oh, boy. You get to lose your virginity all over again. All right. I'm to tell you who with. Yes. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just rub your oh, breath up his nose in it. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and if you feel like you're not getting the support you need from your actual husband, uh, you can always talk about how adorable and, uh, and and in love you are with Benedict Cumberbatch with Pat Conroy. Oh, can't wait. Your BFF. Yep. Um, and then if you just need to get away from all of this, although I don't see why you would because you've this marvelous, marvelous future, mm-hmm. feel free to also just jump into my science project uh, whenever you want. Get yeah. all over you. Yes. Live in it. Uh, I Live love in that. It. That's the best Nash game I've ever played. <sighs> that makes me happy to hear. I, I used to love to playing Nash. <gasps> you nailed it. I love it. Shows. It shows. Yeah. You're really good at it. Yeah. Mel, um, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thanks for having Will me. Will you please tell everyone uh, where they can follow you and so forth? Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mel M. Stevens uh, with a PH. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Guys, get on <laughs> it. It's that's so easy and simple. You have no excuse not to. Yeah. Um, and I will talk to you next time on the podcast. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.